I got a comment from somebody talking about Chris Ballard and how every other year he has a great draft, and obviously then every other year he doesn't have a great draft, and how free agents he doesn't really spend. And then he talked about the trades, and, you know, some trades work, some trades don't. I don't know too many that haven't worked for Chris Ballard. So I went back and looked at all of them, and I've got the best that he's made, the five best, and really I could only find three that I would say were not very good. And and really, even those, it's a bit of a struggle to sort of twist it into a way that it's not very good. There's one real clunker. But the others, they're all pretty good. And even the bad ones, I got two bad ones where you kind of scratch your head and say, hey, look, really not bad, but there are five really good ones. So we'll examine the trades. I want to talk about pro football focus a little bit. They rank the secondaries in the NFL, the Colts. They didn't rank too high. And then they've got something to say about Matt Ryan and the odds that Matt Ryan's going to take a uh, step forward. I'm going to argue a little bit with Mike Wells of ESPN. He says uh, that there's a Colt that's primed for an under-the-radar kind of explosive season. I disagree with him, number one, that that player's under the radar. And number two, I think that somebody else is in a better position than this guy. We'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about Indiana athletics a little bit. You know what? It's kind of like the 1980s around here anymore. We've gotten back, or early 90s, we've gotten back to logic with Indiana athletics. And I'm all about it. I got to tell you the truth. I'm good with it. And then we'll talk about Jimmy Cook. Good thing happened for Jimmy Cook today. It was announced today. He, Dan Dockich's producer, he worked for me at CBS Sports 1430. I love Jimmy Cook. And I like it when good things happen to good people. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Kent Sterling. For Monday, June 27th, 2022, we're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. You got a plumbing problem? They got a plumbing solution? Let's go. Jerry, good to have you here, baby. Let's go. Um, hit the subscribe button, Jerry. Why don't you do that? Smash that thing. Smash the like button. Ring the bell. Let's go. And if you want to donate, hit the thanks button. I always appreciate that. These things aren't free. What are you talking about? We don't, there's no paywall, but they don't have to be free. This is the best Colts coverage in the world. You know that. All right, let's talk about the best moves made by Chris Ballard. Fifth best move all time. One of the most recent. Rocky scene for Yannick Ngakwe. Now, this one made all kinds of sense, and this is why it's number five, because the Raiders had no use for Ngakwe, who is a real specialist at the Leo. He's an edge guy, undersized. He fits the Gus Bradley scheme in a way that he hadn't really fit any, anybody else's scheme. So he kind of follows Gus Bradley around. The Colts, they gave up a cornerback who just can't play, despite the fact that he probably had his best season last year. But I think that that had to do with his previous seasons more than his high quality of play last year. So that's number five. Number four... And I only give this the fourth best. All right. They said Colt swap number three got number six. So Sam Darnold drafted by the Carolina Panthers. Number six, uh, Quentin Nelson comes to the Colts. And then at 37, they go out and get what they thought was going to be another guard. They're starting right guard. Turns out it's their starting right tackle. And he's one of the best in the NFL. It's Braden Smith. Great pick. Great trade. 
Now, the rest of the trade, not so great. They got 49 as part of that trade and traded it for number 52, which wound up being Kamoko Ture. And then they got, I think, 160, and that was Jordan Wilkins. So that part of the trade, not the best. But if, you know, kind of, you look at who went where, you trade Sam Darnold for Quentin Nelson and Braden Smith, you feel pretty damn good about it. Uh, number three, Quincy Wilson to the Jets. This was kind of like at the time you're like, okay, look, Quincy Wilson is not working out here. He he was drafted too young. He He's not getting it going, minus the little bit of time that he played when he was a teammate of Mike Mitchell, now the assistant secondary coach for the Colts. Quincy Wilson was not working out here. They get a six-rounder. Who are you going to get in the sixth round? The Colts? They got Isaiah Rogers with that pick. That's a pretty good trade because straight up, like Quincy Wilson is no longer in the NFL, and Isaiah Rogers is playing pretty good football for the Colts, both on special teams and in the secondary, likely to be a starting quarterback this year. Uh, number two, the trade. And here we kind of commingle two trades. All right, we, we merge two trades. So we've got uh, Carson Wentz and a third rounder for Matt Ryan, one third rounder, and another third rounder that could convert to a second if Carson Wentz gets to like 70% of the snaps this year with Washington. That's a hell of a trade. That's a really good trade. Plus, they flipped second round picks with Washington. So the Colts got 42. The Commanders got 47. That facilitated a deal where the Colts wound up getting 53 and 77. So you got out of that the guy that they wanted in Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati, the wide receiver, and Bernard Ryman as a kicker who might wind up being, not a literal kicker, but the kicker in the deal, might wind up being the starting left tackle before too long here in Indianapolis. That is a hell of a trade. Really good trade. Uh, and then the number one deal, look, Jonathan Taylor is the most dynamic player on this team. And Chris Ballard made a prescient deal in, in the midst of the 2020 draft. He traded up three spots from 44 to 41. He got Jonathan Taylor. Gave up in number 44, which is no big deal. I mean, you, you moved up three spots, got the guy you want. Plus a fifth rounder who is of little or no consequence, a guy named Nick Harris. So there you go. That's a hell of a deal. Great work by Chris Ballard. Now let's look at the three that are a little bit dicier. All right, now I could only find three that even if I squinted, I thought were bad trades. Uh, number three, Philip Dorsett for Jacoby Brissett. Philip Dorsett can't play dead. Jacoby Brissett is a good backup quarterback who is forced to start for the Colts in both 2017 and 2019. And the Colts found out. He's a good backup quarterback who, if he's a starter, he can't get you to the postseason. So uh, this wasn't a great deal. I wonder if Philip said a first-round draft pick uh, of Ryan Grigson back in 2015. Great speed, just never really kind of got his head together to the point where he was productive as a wide receiver, and that's the way it goes. Some kind of, some kind of squawking over there among the birds. The hell are they doing? Oh, you disagree? You think that's a good trade for the Colts? Birds, what are you gonna do? Uh, 
number two. This really wasn't a bad trade, but I'm going to put it in the kind of file of bad trades because of what the Colts could have gotten with the 13th overall pick. And so this this trade is uh, is for uh, DeForest Buckner. The Colts send number 13 for DeForest Buckner. And, and uh, so number 13 wound up being traded again. And the uh, the bounty wound up being Tristan Wirfs. I'm not too worried about Tristan Wirfs because he's a right tackle and the Colts have a right tackle in Braden Smith. Maybe Wirfs could have flipped to left. Maybe Smith could have flipped to left. I don't know. If they could have flipped Smith to left, I think they already would have done that. This is a bad trade by that much because DeForest Buckner, you had to pay as a veteran immediately. So he signs a four-year extension for $84 million. That is a lot of cash. If they had kept that first-round pick, 13, they could have taken C.D. Lamb. They could have taken Jerry Judy. I'd rather have C.D. Lamb. Or they could have taken um, Justin Jefferson. And of the three, I'd rather have Justin Jefferson. They could have solved their wide receiver problem but maintained a defensive tackle problem I know that the three technique is the fulcrum, and uh, and that's the big deal for the Eberflus system. It's also a big deal for Gus Bradley. However, and you're not going to find that guy necessarily at 13, but, man, you could have had a weapon of the highest order and paid him as a rookie for four years, right? Saved money. Maybe go out and get a defensive tackle in free agency somehow. The 49ers weren't going to sign DeForest Buckner. Maybe you could have gotten him as a free agent four years, $84 million, and gotten the first-round pick. That went, That's a tough one. Granted, tough one. Number one, first and the third for Carson Wentz. Please, dear God, could we turn back the clock and unring that bell? And some people don't want to, uh, don't want to debit Chris Ballard for that. They blame Frank Wright. I blame Chris Ballard for asking Frank Reich. What the hell do you think Frank Reich is going to say? Frank Reich isn't the head of this operation. Chris Ballard is, and consulting the coach. I think it's bad mojo. I don't think you do it. Colts secondary ranked 23rd by Pro Football Focus. Gilmore, Moore, Blackman. You got McLeod, you got Rodgers, you got Cross. I don't think that's a 23rd best secondary in the NFL. I know they're, they like to do all the math. I look at that group, I see it in ascendance. I see Kenny Moore getting better. I see Stephon Gilmore holding on. I see Nick Cross being a dynamic force in that secondary. I see McLeod holding on to what he's got, and I see Blackman getting better. I, I don't understand how this is 23rd. I really expected him to be about 10th, 11th. If Stephon Gilmore is healthy, this is, this is barely but a top 10 defensive secondary in the NFL. Uh, Mike Wells says that Paris Campbell is going to be the uh, under-the-radar pick to thrive in 2022. I don't think so. I think it's Kylan Granson. Number one, Paris Campbell is going to start. So I don't understand why he would be under the radar. I know he hadn't stayed healthy. It doesn't make him under the radar. Kylan Granson was targeted disproportionately to what I expected his value to be for the Colts during minicamp. We'll see what happens in training camp, but I really think Kylan Granson has a chance 
And it looked like, oh boy, I'm not sure he's even going to make the squad. I'm not sure he's going to make the roster because they drafted the two guys. They drafted Woods. They drafted Ogletree. How many tight ends are you going to keep? Uh, Granson, I think, may wind up being the number two tight end in this offense and may get a lot of run and a lot of targets for Matt Ryan, who loves his tight ends. Colts, they're going to announce their training camp schedule Wednesday at 1.30 p.m. at Grand Park. The rookies report on the 23rd, the vets on the 26th. We know that. We just don't know when these practices are going to be. So we're going to find out. And you got the joint practices coming up with the Lions, which are going to be all kinds of fun. Because Dan Campbell's the head coach of the Lions. He's a crazy man. So he's going to have the Lions competing, which means fights. And we enjoy watching fights at practice. Chris Ballard hates it. Frank Reich hates it. Fans, we dig it. We like seeing them throw down out of practice. Uh, IU, IU Athletics has suddenly flipped back to its historical place in, in Big Ten Athletics and National Athletics. You got football. They're not going to be good this year. They're just not. Yeah, they do have beer sales at, at Grand Park Colts training camp. I think they sell uh, Michelob Ultra. So there you go. I, of course, do not partake because I'm a professional participant as a member of the media. You can't walk around on the sidelines guzzling beer. I know. What's our culture come to? At any rate, that's the answer to your question. Uh, but IU football is not going to be good this year. IU basketball is going to be really good this year. That, historically, is the way the Big Ten is supposed to work down in Bloomington, and I'm all about it. If we have to sacrifice football wins... To guarantee basketball wins, let's go. Uh, Jimmy Cook named the voice of the Roncalli Royals Athletics, which is fantastic. Jimmy Cook, if any of you listen to radio in Indianapolis, in the central Indiana area, or watch Dan Dockage's show on YouTube, you know that Jimmy Cook is Dan's producer. I love Jimmy Cook. I recommended that Jeff Rickard hire Jimmy Cook as a producer at 107.5 The Fan. He did. Fits Dan like a glove, and he does a great job doing play-by-play. I'm really, really happy for Jimmy Cook, uh, a wonderful guy, a terrific young broadcaster, and I'm so glad. Nothing against the old guys, right? They're old guys who would have loved that job at Roncalli, but we got to infuse broadcasting with some youth, right? Jimmy Cook fits that role perfectly. Congratulations to Roncalli. Congratulations to Jimmy Cook. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Ken. If you want to donate, donate. Having a hell of a day. It's Monday. I don't care. I still have a great Monday. Mondays are as good to me as Fridays. Um, oh, no. The black circle with the IU going sideways and the logo. That was the worst logo in the history of logos. You need the block I. Let's go. That thing was awful. Second worst only to the Sam Weish kind of, you know, who's IU in motion nonsensical logo that was just terrible they've they've unified all logos for indiana athletics which i think is ultimately a good thing but man no 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 the black circle with the red field in the middle and the white iu no 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 (laughs) it's hilarious yeah jimmy uh, a chiefs fan and a yankees fan i've gone round and round with him about that but there's no getting him off it we'll talk to you tomorrow morning breakfast with kent bright and early about 8 8 15 it's what we do